Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to another foreign horror film in our foreign horror series, Horror Around the Globe. Foreign horror, foreign, it's foreign. (laughs) This one is from Iceland? Yeah. I was going to say Finland, but it's Iceland. It's Icelandic. And it's from 2017. This film is called I Remember You, and it is on Hulu for those of you that want to watch it. Because sometimes it's hard to find these films, but Mm -hmm. this one, it's right there, right there on Hulu for you. Let me just pop it. I know you all have Hulu. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to start out by saying when a film has multiple plot points Mm -hmm. and you're following several storylines, sometimes it can get confusing. But when it does that and it's also in a different language. It just yes. goes a completely <laughs> different direction. And I watched this a month ago and it took me two sittings to watch it. Not because it was bad, but just because of my schedule. I watched, I started it on lunch and then I didn't get to finish it. And then I watched it later. And so I remember you don't. <laughs> you ain't remember. <laughs> I remember. I do. I mean, I do. It's just like, I remember a lot of like really good points about mm-hmm. it and I definitely definitely had my intention the whole time something would happen though and I'd be like wait what <laughs> yeah and who's connected to who and then they tie it all up at the end and these people were connected and I was like wait who was that <laughs> so yeah definitely I was sitting there the whole time because it's like a group a married couple with a friend are opening or they're working on opening like a and b for the summer so they're trying to fix mm-hmm. up this house that's one plot line Then there's also a psychologist who has lost a son who's trying to help out in this town that just had a woman hang herself in their church and he's trying to figure out what's going on. That's another plot line. Mm -hmm. But you know that he has lost his son and his wife, like we presume through like divorce or something. So then you're like, is that the wife that's in the other group? But then it's not. Right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking the whole time too. And like, did his son die? But he, you find out he just went missing. Yeah. But like you can assume he's dead and he even assumes that he's dead. Yeah. Because everyone has the footage of the last place he was seen. Also, he's uh, diabetic and mm-hmm. I feel like he was also autistic or something. It was, it was like a double whammy of things that his father was like, yeah, absolutely not. He's not going to survive out there in the Icelandic wilderness. But you see him go to past a gas station front like the convenience store part and that's the last video you ever have of him and like missing kids stories are always very creepy because you never know where this missing kid's gonna cop like pop up later as a fucking ghost right right exactly you know it's probably gonna happen but you're like where is it and then this woman that he found hanging in the church has like stuff carved all over her body too yeah that was weird i feel like 
that was too many pieces, too many moving pieces. I feel like if we had gone with just the missing child, I'm going to give all of it away right here. Basically, at the end, you find out what is connecting this father with the missing boy and this couple and their friend is because this couple and their friend were taking out a septic tank, an empty one, to this home. And his son just crawled inside it playing hide and seek and died. I feel like that alone was a good story. You didn't need the whole crosses carved into this poor boy who was being tortured also. They didn't really do anything with it either. Yeah, it was like a separate, like you could have done a separate movie with that. Yeah, because you find out these plot lines are not happening simultaneously. Right. Which is fine. That happens a lot. Yeah. It's just like they did a few things. I think to like when you have a woman hanging in a church with crosses carved all over her body, you kind of expect that to be a focal point. Yes, exactly. Like that's, that's literally what the, the synopsis of the film is, is that this psychologist comes to a small town and finds out that the woman that just hung herself in a church knows a lot about his missing son, but that's really not the story. Yeah, it's unless it doesn't translate well. Right. Yeah. Like you know, maybe I mean, we're missing something. Right. And then in this in the other plot line, you have a married couple and their friend, uh the woman's best friend, who's also a woman, go to this abandoned home to renovate it. It's been abandoned for decades. And first of all, I would love to move to Iceland. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. I was literally going (laughs) to, like, as I'm watching this film, I'm like, I'm ready. I'm packing my bags. I'm moving because it is so gorgeous. I will be cold all the time. It's fine. It's fucking beautiful. Oh, my God. Plus universal health care. Right. Wow. If you fall in a septic tank and they do find you alive, (laughs) you don't have to start a GoFundMe. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, even if you don't get into the multiple plot lines or foreign horror, watch this film just because of how gorgeous it is. Oh, my God. Stunning. I there are a few places like I know that everyone has like a lot of vacation like bucket list places. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that all of mine are like really fucking cold, (laughs) like like icy, like fucking most people maybe would go. I (laughs) I do love my tropical vacations like, you know. The closest one, like, I want to go to, like, you know, Fiji and, like, but, like, the big ones that I want to go to are, like, those fucking, like, houses that have open ceilings so you can see the northern lights when you sleep at night. Yes. I think Uh France has, like, some of those see-through snow globe things. Like, yes, I want to stay there. But also, Iceland, just, I want to go some year. This this is my bucket list thing. They Mm -hmm. have, on Halloween, they have a horror film festival of Icelandic horror films. It's like Sundance in Iceland for horror. I want to go. Let's all go. Yeah. All of you listening, let's go. (laughs) Let's start a cash pool and let's fucking go. It's expensive to fly to Iceland, though. Well, it's cheaper to get to Iceland than the rest of Europe. Once you're in Iceland, you know, hop, jump over to England and all that. That's true. We'll just stop at Iceland, though. We don't have to keep going. (laughs) Right. Or we just take a month off of work and we just... And do all of it. Fuck off, yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) bye. I'm ready. Anyway, that's not what this is about. I mean, it's kind of what I was... That was what I was mostly... That's where I was, exactly. 
I was like, wow, look at that. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, in the plot line where they're fixing up the abandoned house, they also find this old cemetery and one of the graves is like missing a headstone. And then like all this spooky shit starts to happen and ghosts. And one of the another thing is I can't pronounce anybody's name. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm like, say like who this is. I'm like, wait, wait, who? And like, I think there's Katrine. I can say that. Yeah, but the rest of I them. The accent, I can't do it. Or life or something, because they make they like yeah. make that pun towards her friend. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yep, yep. And like they they're like getting it's like getting ghosty, like paranormal stuff starts to happen. And then I was like, yes. And then they find like a body in the cellar yeah, of a little boy. Yeah. And she just chills with it for a while. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm. it becomes like her friend. Like she starts to lose it more and more because mm-hmm. eventually you find out that she has gone through a tragedy of losing a baby, like miscarriage or something like that. And she hasn't wanted to be with her husband for a while, which is causing problems with their marriage, which also, I guess, in turn caused him to cheat with her best friend. And now they have fallen in love and they're expecting a baby. And she starts finding this stuff out and just goes off the deep end. Yeah, yeah. And then the married couple has sex while she's in the same room. I cannot fucking believe that shit. He is disgusting. He's absolutely disgusting. He's like fucking both of them. He literally, like, you see him effing his wife first and whatever. We don't know anything's weird yet. But later on, he literally tells the best friend that he loves her. And, you know, they're going to have an amazing future with this baby together. And she listened to you fuck your wife in the same room. Say something. Say like, oh my God, my stomach hurts. I have a headache. Say something. Don't just F her right there. I would just run a pig. <laughs> you know, like. Right. Or throw something at them. Like, you need someone's consent before you just start fucking in front of them. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Correct. That's gross. But also the best friend, she's like, because the wife even goes, live live or whatever her name is like trying to see if she's awake you know that was your chance to be like yeah i'm awake <laughs> don't i still wouldn't fucking do it though but you just let him still? no like i just wouldn't have sex with like no like, absolutely that's no 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 but even still like even if you were gonna there are ways to do that without making it obvious have you ever heard of spooning right yeah no you no. know what i mean come on come on man Anyways, and then also the dad is starting to experience like strange things and is going through like he's, you know, basically distracting himself with this case. I guess not distracting himself. He's trying to figure out what happened to his son by also trying to figure out what happened to this woman in the church. And she has a bunch of friends from her childhood that are are dead. Yeah. That are like also disappearing or dead in like weird ways. Yeah. But how what I'm still confused. Like how does this woman have any connection to his son at all? Because basically what you find out is these old people that are dying, it's because there was this kid in I don't know, the fifties, something like that. His father was very abusive and then he was taunted at school by these kids. He went into this house and never came out. Basically he died in there and she knew it but never told anybody. That's that's Boy. all it is. So what connection does she have with his missing son other than it's the same house? Yeah. I don't get it. 
Like they're ghosties or like hanging out, I guess. And they're telling this woman, I guess. Like that's weird. Yeah, it's a very convoluted, like, yeah. or maybe I just didn't fucking get it. Like, that's right. totally fair. You know, to be perfectly honest with you, one of my, like, biggest fears about starting this podcast was, like, what if I'm not smart enough to talk about <laughs> movies? Right. And sometimes it'd be happening. You know what I mean? Like, right, exactly. And, like and somebody's then sitting out there going, no, bitch, it's this. God, you didn't right. even see that. Yeah, yeah, right. And then, But then I read through the plot points and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. right you know what I mean for that I saw that yeah I remember yeah right right yeah you know and then you even like reading through the wikipedia and the imdb it's like okay like there's a ghost that leads to this ghost that led to that like group of people and there are connections there but it's like you find out that like the three the group of three's plot line took place years earlier and then they found those bodies like some like one of them was never found yeah and then like there's this lawyer medium that comes in that the psychologist's wife knows and he basically says he's like you need to find your son's body he's starting to become like a mean spirit and i loved the dad because i was also like the fuck do you he's missing do you think they all haven't been trying to find him for like a year now right we just fucking stopped yeah exactly you need to find your son now yeah i would (laughs) fucking love to thank you for your input you son of a bitch like god yeah Yeah. and then like he finds at the end like one of their bodies was never found i think it was the i don't know if it was the wife or the friend of the three that were doing the they just fucking all died there first of all yeah one of the bodies was never found, but then they do find the boy's body in the septic tank. And then they also find the last body. The, the Her and the boy were together. Yeah, they just stay together forever. Like you see the son leaving and the the older, the 1950s little boy and the woman now that died there. And they're just looking out the window together. Yeah. I know that sounded very confusing, but trust me. It was. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I think I think I just need to watch it again. Right. Now that I've consumed it once, I think I just need to watch it again to try to put pieces together. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's also very difficult when you're watching a movie with a lot of plot points in a different language that's trying to tie all together because you're trying to watch the subtitles and you're trying to see what's Uh going on and then you miss things when you're reading the subtitles when it's very quick and this movie has a lot of those things too yes like there's a whole scene where they're pulling up a projector and they're showing you know police documents and pictures and they're talking really fast and i'm like wait what yeah so now that i've seen it once i think another view would be actually very beneficial mm-hmm. and this honestly is one it, it's not it wouldn't be drudgery or a pain or literally painful to actually watch this one again i enjoyed it it was just there were some things i was confused on right and so maybe that clarification would be given on a second rewatch and it is a rewatchable film mm-hmm. i definitely think it's good enough to rewatch i just was like okay mm, like when I finished it you know it just didn't leave me with like any I was just kind of like okay cool like it was Mm -hmm. good right I didn't dislike it or love it like you know I wasn't like oh my god (laughs) but it was it was very good it did feel very like 
Nordic. I don't know. Yes, definitely. Which was cool. It does have an 89% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes and a 54% from the audience. So the critics have it rated very highly. So I feel like I need to just give it another chance, you know? (laughs) Right, exactly. I must be the idiot here because (laughs) I missed something. And it was not like I was watching it and I was like, that was stupid. None of it made sense. Like, I got it. But then there were some things that I was like, they could have just left that out, right? And that would have made the same amount of sense or no. So maybe I'm just, I don't know. We'll find out. I'll rewatch it. Maybe I'll report back to you <laughs> one of these days and be like, you know that movie that we reviewed? Like I watched it again and I caught this and this and this. So I don't know. You'll yeah. have to wait and see. For me, it'd probably be like between a high three and a low four. It was gorgeous. I actually really liked the plot with the psychologist and stuff. I just think there was that other things were a bit much. Yeah. And both plot points were interesting to me. And I think they could have been tied together well. And Mm -hmm. they probably were. I think I just need to Mm -hmm. watch it again and figure that out. I didn't get the 50s thing. I need to figure that one out. Mm -hmm. Because they could have tied together those two plot points, I think, without all of that. Yeah. At all. Maybe. Or maybe I'm wrong. But I don't think I am. But (laughs) I would probably say it still stands at a three for me. It was good. And maybe if I watch it again, I would raise it to a four. But for right now, as it stands, I will give it a three. I don't think it would go down to a two upon rewatch. I still stand at a three. I don't, yeah, I don't think it would get worse. I think it would get better upon better understanding on my end. So if you watch it on Hulu, let us know what you think. Of course, you can email us at theextrasisters at gmail.com or you can always find us on all of our social medias. Everything is the Extra Sisters podcast, except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters. And if you would like to follow us on Patreon, it is patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast. Until next time, stay creepy. Bye.